Hello to you. My name is David. If you haven't seen any of my other videos, uh, this is my little cyber room called Words of Light Bible Study. That's L-I-G-H-T. And we'll get to it here in just a second. I'm kind of checking things, making sure it's working. And here we go. Father, I pray that we prayed in your will, not just ours, that someone is reached by your word and some good comes from the efforts that we have in trying to reach other people for your son. In Jesus' name, amen. You don't have to pray with your eyes closed. There's nothing wrong with it. I think God will hear your prayers either way. The title of this video clip is, Do You Serve a Lesser God? One of them. One of my dictionaries says that the word lesser means not so great or important as the other or the rest. A basic meaning for a basic word. In the script that I prepared for this video clip, the title of Do You Serve a Lesser God has the word God printed out with a lowercase g. There are men who do serve a lesser God. The God of the Holy Bible is the one and only true God that has, through His grace and love, provided a way for every man and woman on this earth to, through their faith in His Holy Word, gain eternal life by believing and confessing Jesus as their Savior. The book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and from the King James Version says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. I like the King James Version of the Bible, but perhaps you do not. Let's read that verse again, but this time from a modern version of the Bible, uh, say from the New Living Translation. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The version of the passage that I just read says and means the same thing as the first version, of the verse I read from the King James Bible. But I want to be sure and be very clear because once you are aware of this truth from God's Word, you are held to a higher standard of accountability. The book of Romans chapter 1 verses 18 through 23 I read. This is from the Good News translation of the Bible. God's anger is revealed from heaven against all the sin and evil of the people whose evil ways prevent the truth from being known. God punishes them. Because what can be known about God is plain to them, for God himself made it plain. Ever since God created the world, his invisible qualities, both his eternal power and his divine nature, have been clearly seen. They are perceived in the things that God has made. So those people have no excuse at all. They know God, but they do not give him the honor that belongs to him, nor do they thank him. Instead, their thoughts have become complete nonsense, and their empty minds are filled with darkness. They say they are wise, but they are fools. Instead of worshiping the immortal God, they worship images made to look like mortals, or birds, or animals, or reptiles. All men know of God in their hearts because the workings of God are clearly seen in this world. In this day and age, as we draw closer and closer to the last part of the last days, God speaks to us through His Holy Word 
as well as through his creation. And you have heard God's word here and now, and very possibly many, many times before this. You are answerable to God right now, even more than you were five minutes ago. The book of Romans, chapter 13, and verse 11, New International Version. And do this, understanding the present time, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. These words are not accidental. These words are for you and for me, for every man and woman. Listen, the book of John, chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. From the book of Revelation, chapter 22 and verse 12, the New International Version, I read, Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. It is proper to spell the word God with a capitalized G when we are referring to the true God of the Holy Bible. I take the following excerpt from an internet source. It reads as follows. In the English language, capitalization is used for names by which a God is known, including God, capital G. Consequently, its capitalized form is not used for multiple gods or when referring to the generic idea of a deity. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but the idea in that sentence is that the true God of the Holy Bible is traditionally spelled with a capital G, and a lesser God will not merit such regard. Why would I even mention this? There are ongoing efforts to not spell the one and only true God, Holy God of the Bible with a capital G. That might sound kind of silly to you one way or another, but everything Christian is under the biased scrutiny of the world now, and the God of this world is Satan. I read now from the second, uh, I read from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4, King James Version this time, in whom the God of this world, lowercase g, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. I will read that verse again, but now from the Living Translation. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. You cannot separate Jesus from God, and you cannot hold Satan up as equal in any way to God, not in truth. But Satan is powerful. If the God of this world, Satan, has blinded you to the extent that you do not have time for the one true God of the Bible and his holy word, then regardless of what you think of yourself, however much of a man you hold yourself to be, you are not in complete control of your mind, of your thinking. You are spiritually blind. You are a puppet on a string. You do serve a lesser God. You are not neutral. God's word does not allow for neutrality. You accept God's word or you reject it, either outright or by pretending to ignore it. You are not more highly educated than Jesus. You cannot ignore Jesus and truly believe that all is well unless you have been blinded, uh, I'm sorry, blinded to the truth by the God of this world. I read now from the Amplified Bible, the book of John, chapter 14 and verses 8 through 10. 
Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and then we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you do not know me yet, Philip, nor recognize clearly who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not say on my own initiative or authority. But the Father, abiding continually in me, does his works, his attesting miracles and acts of power. From the book of John again, but this time chapter 14 and verse 6, and reading from the King James Version now, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So what does that mean? Listen to the book of Romans, chapter 10 and verse 9, King James Version that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now understand, I realize there are men and religions that insist that becoming a Christian must involve much more than that. I am not one of those men. Are there things that a new Christian or even an old Christian should do? Things they will do because they want to please God? Of course. But what will make a man or a woman that now serves a lesser God different from the rest of the world is belief in the Word of God and confession of Jesus as your Savior, as your Redeemer. That Jesus died to cover your sin and was raised from the dead and now sits at the right hand of God. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 3 reads from the King James Version, For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. I give you a new commandment, love one another, just as I have loved you, you must also love one another. That's from the book of John chapter 13 and verse 34. Satan does not want you to read the Bible. Satan does not want you to know that there are men preaching a false Jesus. Satan wants you just where he has you. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 4, New Literal Translation. I'm sorry, the New Living Translation. You happily put up with whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preach, or a different kind of spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed. Are you comfortable, happy with the way you are, without God's word in your heart? Wake up! Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 14, New Living Translation. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. You must take time to read God's Word. And let me say one more thing here. Read God's Word. Do you believe God is real? Do you believe that Jesus is real? Do you believe that Satan is real? My purpose here is to cause you, in any way I might be able, to think about God and Jesus and Satan in your daily life if you are not doing so already. I know you can hear, but I do not know how effectively you process what you hear. And that is not meant as some sort of flippant critical statement against your personality. It can be difficult to take time to consider spiritual concerns because you have many things screaming at you for attention. So do I. So does everyone. Let's imagine you are walking on a walkway alongside a highway and not paying much attention to the reality of what is going, all, going on all around you. Suddenly you hear the sound of hair-raising, screeching vehicle tires close to you. What will your reaction be? What will you do? You will jump and or run from the place where you are in order to get to a place of safety. You will do this 
In the physical world, if you are given some sort of warning that you are in danger, your physical life right here and right now is very temporary and uncertain and requires you to pay attention if you want to live the rest of your life. Let the words you are hearing now be to you a screeching tire sound, a warning for your physical and your spiritual eternal well-being. Regardless of your social standing, regardless of your opinion of yourself, regardless of how poised and proper you are, you need to swiftly change your careless mindset and run and jump from where you are to a place of safety. You need to read the Bible every day. You need to read God's Word every single day. Do you have time to eat? Do you have time for pointless conversation? I read now from the book of Hebrews, chapter 4 and verse 12 from the English Standard Version. For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, uh, 16, English Standard Version. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, English Standard Version. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, English Standard Version. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. From the Old Testament, Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 5, English Standard Version. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. I prefer to study God's Word from the King James Version of the Bible. If you have listened to any of my other video clips, you may have noticed that I use many different versions of the Bible in these study clips and Bible topic clips. I don't do that to cause confusion. I do that because I want to present the clearest meaning I can for the verses that I read. I ask you to read God's Word every day if you can. Start doing that if you haven't been doing that. If you start reading God's Word, you may find that there are many things that will get in your way. Seemingly common little distractions, little things you have to do before you read, little things you have to take care of that requires you to put off reading God's Word. I mentioned already that Satan does not want you to read God's Word for yourself. Satan wants to feed you a steady diet of false information from a false gospel designed to present to you what I call a designer Jesus, a specially flavored Word of God that is less offensive to the world. You are not being different or unique by being like the rest of the world. You are not being a man apart by not reading God's Word. You are just running with a pack and getting only the scraps and mistruths, the lies and distortions that Satan tosses your way. When you hear the name of Jesus mentioned, you should not shut down your thinking. You should not turn the other way. You should not run away. You must begin to understand that Jesus can be your Savior, your Redeemer, your King, the living Son of God raised from the dead to wash away your sins. You must acknowledge your sins and believe in the true Jesus of the Bible not the lollipop Jesus presented to you by the ministers of Satan. There are ministers of Satan here on earth, here right now, some working for Satan with intentional purpose and awareness, and some doing Satan's bidding through ignorance and blindness. I mentioned earlier that Satan is real, 
God's Word says, and I read now from the book of 1 Peter chapter 5 and verses 8 through 9, English Standard Version. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. You cannot be firm in faith without God's word. From the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verses 2 through 3, English Standard Version. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but will, having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. From the book of Philippians chapter 3 and verse 19, the easy-to-read version this time. The way they live is leading them to destruction. They have replaced God with their own desires. They do shameful things, and they are proud of what they do. They think only about earthly things. There is just no way, if you are a reasonable person, that you can hear or read God's Word and not understand what is going on in this world right now and in front of your face, unless you have been blinded by a lesser God. Slap yourself to awareness. Hear the screeching tires, the alarming, hair-raising sound of a world in the false comforting arms of Satan. Be concerned for yourself and your loved ones. Cast off your adorning jewelry of a blinded mind and put on the armor of God's word. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. From the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 11 through 12, the New International Version this time. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. From the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 1, the New International Version, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. John, chapter 14, verse 6, New International Version. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. From the book of John, chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. If you do not read God's Word, you should have many questions. If you do read God's Word, you should have many questions. Read God's Word for yourself. Seek answers from God's Word for yourself. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. I ask you to check out my other video clips at Words of Light Bible Study on Facebook and YouTube, and my podcast on Anchor Podcast and iHeart and Spotify and a few others. Thank you for listening, and I pray, and I mean I really do pray, that God be with you every minute of every day. Goodbye for now.